We're live. This is pre-game antics with Ed Davidson. Cheers for joining in with me as I dig deep into the lifestyle routines of high-performing athletes, discovering the undiscovered here at pre-game antics. Hope you enjoy the ride. Sit back, relax, and listen closely because this next guest is one you won't want to miss. Hunter Adam. Uh, <laughs> can I swear on this one? So they have Hunter Adam on the pre-game podcast. Should we just talk some shit? Nah. Um, this was that. This was that. Right. Right. Really well. I play in a professional yeah. league. I hope you guys enjoy the interview. It's going to be a good interview. It's me talking from the future. Hunter is all over the media and a big figure in the basketball domain. A perfect target to discover behind the scenes antics and preparation. I don't really do heaps. It's kind of different for school than it would be for a Rams game. I kind of don't mentally prepare. I guess I kind of just go into the game. Same, it's the same mentality every time. No, I don't, I don't really think at all about it. I kind of just get there and just play because that's the easiest way to do it I find if you put too much in your mind then it's impossible to focus on what you actually need to do because you're thinking about it so much that when you actually need to do it you're like shit I don't really think about the game too much so I'm at the game that's kind of how I do it like if we're playing at home playing at Cows or at Horncastle I'll get there two hours before the game earphones are on I chill out in the locker room for 10 minutes. Before I get strapped, I go out on the court and I've got a routine, like a shooting routine. That'll do. It's like... Fifty, seventy-five makes. And I go off. Start getting strapped. Uniform on. A little snack. There's always food in the locker room, so I have a little snack. Yeah, usually, what is it? A banana and some jet planes if it's if it's to the Rams. Yeah, no, I'll have my little packet of lollies. I just always have that on me. And yeah, I've been. It, it used to be Skittles, but then I got kind of sick of them. So now it's peanut M and M's. It is because it's like it's not just like sugar. It's got some, you know. Yeah, peanut M and M's. I don't know. I just eat them because I like to eat them. And I'm gonna play a game, so it doesn't really matter in terms of. I'm going to burn it all off. Yeah. In terms of team or in the changing rooms, when you first interact with them at a game, what's that like? Are you bouncing off each other or are you by yourself trying to mentally prepare? Everyone does their own thing. Like, I'm always the first one there at games because I like to do my whole thing. Um, but people get there at different times, you know. So you kind of just, you'll bump into everyone now and then. Um, as you kind of get your bodies ready and you do all that, you know, dapping them up, just quiet, you know, you're not really, unless you're in the locker room and you're talking a bit of shit, but, nah, everyone just kind of does their own thing, eventually, you know, you get the team together to warm up once everyone's done their own thing, but, yeah, it's pretty calm, I'd say, like, it's a quiet excitement when you're in the locker room before games and doing that kind of thing. What about your teammates, would you say? Some people have different strategies that you might disagree with. You think they put too much pressure on themselves. I don't really know. It's kind of hard to understand what some people are doing. I remember JB, Josh Brook, last year, he was always real quiet pre-games. You could tell he was in his head, kind of like... not. As, it wouldn't even be with his headphones on. He'd just be there, like, 
just quiet, eyes closed, just kind of, I'd say it'd be like processing, visualizing what he's trying to do. Um, yeah, that's what he does. But I can't really think of anyone else. Like, obviously, dudes listen to music, dudes that do that kind of thing. I listen to music. But what about when you're warming up and you've got the whole crowd waiting with anticipation to watch your game? And you're about to tip off. What's going through your head then? How are you dealing with the nerves then? I feel like it quiets down, almost. Yeah, like, for me, it's... My nerves are the biggest when I'm walking into the stadium. You're like, shit. Like, you're in Wellington. You're playing in the Wellington Arena. And it's big lights and 5,000 seats. And it's massive and there's music playing. And you're like, oh, shit. I've got to play in front of this tonight. But then you get into the locker room. You start your routine. You've done it so many times. It calms you down. You make your shots. I'm getting strapped. It just, they all kind of become the same thing. You get to the warm-up. You get to the tip off, and by that point, it's like, oh, I've done this hundred times before. And it's just the basketball game. And then that's all it is. And that's around a 21 points a game they're missing with those two as Taylor Britt continues his hot form. Taylor Britt. Feeling it. Who is it going to be? It's going to be Taylor Britt and Sunday Ditch. Max Darling. Comes Ditch. Oh, upstairs. Hunter Adam. It's been his quarter. You've got your veterans, like with our team, we've got. We've got Sunday, yes, Sunday and Taylor, Taylor Britt, Sunday Dish, Taylor Britt. Not just you're, sitting with it. You're not, you're not going to get much past Sunday Ditch's hands. They're the oldest. They've been there the most. Taylor's playing with the Tall Blacks. He is an elite defender. And there is another bucket, Taylor Britt again. Sunday is one of the best players in the Australian NBL. He's like an MVP candidate in the NZNBL. Um, they're always calm. They're never sped up or out of sorts at all no matter how big the stakes are finals game first game of the season like it's all the same to them they're very calming like yeah. the energy kind of yeah. exactly yeah like if you're all hyped up mm. like their job is bigger than my job mm. so if I'm all nervous and I'm all fucking fired up and out of sorts and then I see Sunday who's got to shoot half the shots a quarter of the shots for the team and he's completely calm. Yeah. It brings you down to earth. Yeah. yeah. They compete hard and they kick their butts, but then they also talk to each other afterwards, and you know it's all the like the little nuances of um, why they do things and what they saw, and they they pass on their knowledge. So, um, you know, it's the old uh, apprentice and the master. Juddy just helps me. Yeah, you know, yeah. Coach's name's Judd, but we call him Juddy. Yeah, Juddy just helps. He lets you know what your job is. Because I feel oftentimes, if you don't know, like you don't have that conversation with the coach and you don't know what he wants from you, you can come into the game and you think you have to do more than you do. But with Judd, you watch film with him and he tells you exactly what he wants from you, when he wants it. And you're going into the game knowing, okay, I'm going to come in at this point. I'm going to be getting these shots. And yeah, this is who I'm guarding. This is what I have to do. And it's it makes it really With the easy. New Zealand Basketball League about to get underway, Canterbury will soon be able to showcase their new look Rams for the From first time in recent years. We'll have a full roster with a the mix of talent. The 2021 many are local teens just out of school. The Rams are also bolstered by a number of so Canterbury Rams. Not a bad problem to have as the Rams change their first title in 29 pro. long years.
It's actually quite difficult to be a professional basketball player. I feel like people see you on TV. And they see that, oh, he's getting paid to play sport. I play sport on Saturday. His job's not hard at all. But then no one sees the three trainings a day, five days a week, lifts. You got to go coach three, four hours a day. It's a full-time job. And then on top of that, because people think you've got it easy, they expect you to just be at your best the whole time. Like they don't think that you've got other shit going on that could impact you on the court. They see you on the court. That's all they see. They don't see the person off the court at all. It's just the thing they see on TV. And you'll hear it online after the game if you have a bad game, but they have no idea what you're dealing with at all. So, yeah. They take the human out of it. They see you on TV and they take the, the you out of the product. Rams on three, one, two, three. The physical preparation you'd take week to week to prepare for your games. Monday, I'm in the gym before school. Get up about a good 500 shots. School. Usually then I'll lift after school and then have training with the Rams. <laughs> Tuesday's kind of the same. Shoot in the morning. Rams training after school and we'll play. Um, Wednesday, sometimes an off day. Sometimes I'll sh- go shoot in the mornings, but usually it's my day off, you know. Start the week pretty heavy, so I take a break. Thursday's the same as Monday. Um, shooting, lifting, training and training. Friday, pretty light, shoot in the morning. About a Saturday, depends if I'm playing with the Rams or not. But usually it's a game and then workout on Sunday. So it's pretty full on, pretty full on schedule, yeah. Have you ever experienced any mental blocks in your time playing basketball? I've definitely had goal changes. COVID fucked up a lot of things. Obviously, I was trying to go to a lot of tournaments that I would have gone to without COVID. But the motivations never changed. At the end of the day, my motivation is to play as much basketball as I can at as high of a level as I can, you know, make a living off of basketball. Yeah. So at the end of the day, the motivation's always there. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like that love is going anywhere. Do you think your parents have had a role in motivation? They've given me a sense of work ethic. They've given me a work ethic, I should say. Sense of discipline. Army, family, so, yeah. They've instilled that, like, you know, like in the army, you're up at six in the morning and you're in bed at 10 every day. Long days, but they just get up and they do it. So it's kind of the same thing, seeing them do that when I was young. Travelling overseas, leaving the family behind to go and do the job. You see that and they can do it. So obviously, if I'm doing something I love, it should be easy for me to get up at six in the morning and get home at 10. So that's definitely what they've done. 100%. 100%. It's just dis- a discipline and a work ethic. It's, yeah, it's huge for me. Here's Adam. Harrison hits the deck and Harrison finishes. I brought in teammates Tom Harrison, year 13 at college, been in the senior since year 10, starting point guard. And Aston Najjar, a rookie, year 11, off the bench, shooting guard to wrap the podcast up. Obviously, Hunter Adams is a great player playing in the NBA Academy and all. Yeah. He is a main player in our team. He's probably one of the 
the stars plays 30, 40 minutes a game until we've got it in the bag. He's a great fellow to be around. Uh, in the mornings, Tuesday, Thursday, he's always there training. And yeah, it gives you that little bit of confidence. He's always putting the hours in and it's a great fellow to be around. Hunter plays a pretty big role. He's, he's kind of one of the leaders, I guess. He's, he's a loud guy, so he gets all the boys going. He helps all the boys through all the plays. He's also got a lot of experience playing high school basketball because he's been playing in Cross College Senior A the last two years and then St. Thomas Senior A the couple of years before that. So he also knows knows what it's like playing at the high school high school Senior A level. So I guess kind of role he plays is, is one of the leaders. Before uh, days leading up to the game, I'll train, make sure I know all the plays, just have a quick read through the playbook. Just know, and if I have any questions, ask one of the more senior players like Hunter And Closer to the game, like on the day of, I'll, if we have any video footage of the team we're playing, I'll look through that and look at the players I'll most likely be guarding and just see what they tend to do, if they like to shoot more, they like to drive more, and how I can help our team get better. And yeah, right before the game on Tuesday, I uh, go to South City, small, maybe get a bit of Macca's a drink. Yeah, not really anything good for you just like a bit of comforting food because then like there was a bit of nerves at the start of the season but yeah now I've lead, started to lean away from that because yeah it's not the best for you. Before the game on the on the driver and if it's in Christchurch or if we're at a tournament I like to chuck in headphones or in my car chuck on some music listen to my playlist a couple of ads here and there but kind of get in game mode and then what we started doing at South Islands was would warm up before we get on the court which was, I thought was a, a good addition to our pre-game warm up so we're, by the time we actually got to get on the court we're all pumped and ready to go and then just got into the final warm ups and started getting the boys really hot well yeah I know Hunter also, he, he prepares the games a lot differently he takes more of a professional approach which is good and, and benefits him and it might approach I, I probably should take as well but kind of saves it I guess. Nah, Hunter's approach is a lot different to mine. Yeah, I definitely come in a bit more casual. Take the game by ear, I guess. Yeah, it's been great this season. All the people have been like super supportive. Everyone from Nick, which uh, was there for the first couple games, to Hunter, Tom, Rob, Will. Everyone was just super supportive. And if someone got it wrong, they'll, they'll tell you what you did wrong. They'll just tell you what you need to do right and just be super slow with it. Yeah, it just helped me learn the ropes I suppose especially when it comes to tournament time and throughout the Thompson Trophy there's really only seven eight players playing the bulk of the minutes so then there's another five guys on the bench who don't actually really get on the court but what we've kind of brought into our team culture is that those five other guys are just as important to the team as first seven eight so having those boys just as involved and having them know that they're just as needed is pretty important for a team culture and I think that's what we're bringing on at the moment but yeah team culture wise but just having everyone involved in no bullshit environment where we don't let members of the team bullshit their way through the season I guess we've got to keep everyone accountable make sure everyone turns up to trainings make sure everyone gets their weights done because if one person slips up then it affects the whole team great thank you Tom Hunter all their teammates and coaches and their time for coming onto the podcast much appreciated I've learned stuff hope you guys at home did too I'll catch you guys next episode. I've got someone very exciting coming on, so make sure you go listen to that for another episode of Pre-Game Antics.